against the Ducks. No Murray, no worry. And can the Broncos keep it close? All on a Lakers smoking, Steve Simone joking, throwback Thursday edition of the program. Let's go. What do you think you are? I am. What it do, baby? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Mr. Spicoli, you're on dangerous ground here. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. <laughs> I've been thinking about this, Mr. Han. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? Because you don't talk about it, parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Who's gonna do it? You, Lieutenant Weinberg. You're damn right I did! <sighs> 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. It's both at Alex, the same, same time. Same damn time. All right, so utilize it. We want to hear from you guys. Jeff is exiting the highway. Did you see the text? Uh, let me check my phone. Yeah, check your phone. Oh, yep. Ah, the old 25 onto Orchard. <laughs> uh, we got a good one for you guys today. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. has got a little, uh, we're, it's, we're working on a couple things. with. We're making it bigger and stronger. You can get us anywhere on that one, but it's getting that thing uh, tweaked. A little tweaked there. A little complimentary uh, dial there. Uh, you, but you can stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com always, anytime. Um, you know, the Twitches and the Twitters and the app. You see our app. Hey, look at this app. Nice app. Uh, we got so much stuff to talk about. Very impressive victory uh, from the Nuggets. Not in style. It didn't look, you know, like Nuggets wins would tend to look. But they found a way. And they found a way after Golden State had seized control of the game. And I thought, well, this is one of those need Murray's 20 points to beat Golden State. But luckily, man, they didn't listen. Steph had um, no points through late into the second quarter. Zero points. OK, then he had uh, like four threes in a row and uh, he started to get hot, kept them in it kind of. But he didn't have a 35 point game like everyone kind of thought. Um, good win for the Nuggets. This is one of those. Listen, guys, let's raise the bar here. The expectation 60 wins. Now, I want 60 wins all on a. Dub against the Dubs? You hear it or no? Yeah, nice. Good. Sorry. Yeah. Running behind. Oh, Steve Simone will join the show at 1020. The comedian. Let's go. He'll be not coming in studio. He was going to, but he ran late in the thing. We're going to do a little call in with Steve Simone. He'll be at the Comedy Works this weekend. I love to hear that. He's a, he, he tears it up around town. Yeah, he's a hard worker. He's a, the guy. He's always here a couple times a year, and he does a good job. And the so. good comedians like to come to Denver because that's where they get the good laughs at. It's the best, you know, 
it's couple of the best venues in the in the country. Even the greatest comedians of all time have said that the Comedy Works downtown is something. It is. If you've been there, it's really cool. You feel like you're downtown at a club. <laughs> it's a good time. It's like a really great time. That's some of the funnest times that, you know, stuff that we used to do before we had kids and no babysitters and like each other. Oh, man. Those were the days. Huh? Oh, man. Anyways, 303. Now we just are hanging banners <laughs> to this day. in Ball Arena, treating uh, our sons like we're part of the fraternity. Well, that's your frat, buddy. <laughs> I was trying to go to that game late with the kid last night. Well, 8 p.m. tick usually got, means. But what t- does 8 p.m. usually mean? Like 8.20? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 8, you know, 15, 8.20 start. Long timeouts. That's a midnight game. It was pretty late. It was that game lasted quite a while. And it needed every second of it. I mean, it. you, you kept it thinking game. they were getting away. You kept thinking. Or, or you thought maybe the Nuggets were going to give it away. But neither of those happened. And it came down to a couple last shots by Golden State being missed. Which is sweet. That's what you want. You want to end with defense. I think. I mean, if you're really trying to hang one more banner and back-to-back banners, sure, you want to finish with scoring runs and all that, but I like the part where they held Steph and those guys to zero points in the last, like, 30 seconds. That was sweet. It's sweet. Uh, Dad ball tonight. You in or out? We had, like, I, I, I can't go without you. Oh, that's sweet. That makes me feel... Well, I just need someone to get my back. It was kind of ugly last I week. I want I left you bitter... Pissed. To want me. I want <laughs> you to want me. Giggity. I'm you need someone to pass you the ball. Is that what you're saying? My legendary skills out well, there. Well, once you give me the ball and we get a little rhythm, then I could just catch and shoot. But you're like, well, hold on. Let me run these two or three plays I'm going to call then. I'll Who's it. the best passer out there? Ah, uh, you're a nice passer, but I can't go telling you because you don't ever give me any freaking credit. I mean, for real. <laughs> so I can't go there and tell everyone that you're a floor general. Yeah. I mean, you're nice. Give them some credit. Yeah, they're I mean, like, for real. well, he's guarding the last big time guy. we were out there. We won like seven games in a row or eight games and we were sweet. It got good. It, it was, was totally good. sweet. But then last week I went and lost my ass, got embarrassed, left pissed off because Jason or Tyler came around. It's been like 10 years. I don't know the guy's name. I'm going Jace. Is it? I don't know. He brings his kid. He's, he's got the yeah. little slick. He's turnover machine. Ah, the kid. Turning it over. There's a kid he's there? just turning it over. No, there was no kid there. But he's, he t- Anyways, uh, Alex, you want to come to dad ball tonight? Or you got like four games you're going to call? I got stuff. Damn. The following Thursday, I should be able to go, though. Next uh, next Thursday. That would be sick. If you really did that, I'll tell anything. Kyle to show up and all that, and he'll come drunk and want to fight the church dads. Mm-hmm. But after that, be like, after the you know who I am. But after he's done, you know, after he's done throwing up and sitting, you know, out right. like his world is ending, um, you will play good ball. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is he going to play with the sweatpants on? Uh, Kyle? Yeah. The train sweatpants on? Uh, that would be sick. If he showed up in those train sweatpants, that would be something. <laughs> I, r- I really want to see him play at the wreck based on his tweets. You know, he always He's goes, got a lot of me chat. at the wreck. And then those clips are always pretty funny. He's got a lot of chat in his game, Kyle. Long and googly, but like kind of finishes and is kind of scrappy. Can move his feet a little bit for a while, but then he gets hurt. How many different ways can Jokic just cut these guys up? It's incredible. Sick. I mean... And he brings it up the floor. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of legacy talk. Well, it's probably Zach by fueled. At what point do we start saying he's a top 10 this? And this is like, um, I'm not sure. It's all measured by um, hardware. It's all measured by hardware. And then after the, it's measured by hardware, it's measured by style and substance. 
sophistication, ah, cha cha cheese. So uh, what I'm saying is, Steph, there became a point where Steph kind of not revolutionized the game, but changed the way we're willing to let guys play. Because while what he was doing seemed like, oh my God, who's this guy just shooting? It's the most selfish player of all time. No, they won with it. They won a lot with it. Okay. Just that I'm a winner. I'd say Giannis is in a form of a character that we've never seen before as well. He's unlike any player we have ever seen before. What he can do at a seven footer is the power, the length, can kind of shoot a three, handles the ball, just goes to the rim, bangs into guys and draws fouls. Big Makes smile. His free throws. Big smile. Remember when he made like 20 free throws that game? Has Jokic. To seal the championship? Has Jokic matched those two guys yet? I think he has Giannis. I think Steph is more transcendent, but I think Jokic has matched Giannis in the sense of like, this is one of the 10 players that changed the way we looked at the way basketball could be played ever. Literally ever. It was like Bill Russell was playing against a bunch of plumbers and firemen. And then it was Will, who's having sex with everybody, right? 20,000? Um, and then... A couple you know, 13,000, 14,000. Then it sure. was Oscar Robertson. Okay. Then it but was... he's like a mythical creature. Then it was Dr. J. Okay. Then it was Magic and Bird. Then it was Jordan. Kobe in a little bit of a former fashion. Shaq kind of changed the way we looked at center play. Okay. Shaq. Came in and altered that. Um, I'd give Iverson, Allen Iverson, a little bit of like tough guy, boxer playing point guard kind of stuff. What about Kevin Garnett or Tim Duncan? Um, I think there's guys who did stuff like that before what about them. Dirk maybe. Nowitzki. I think Dirk is kind of like that. I think he needs to be on that list because he was the greatest European player of all time before Nikola. Steve Nash? No. Um, we've seen little white guys run around. Bob Cousy did it with one hand with his butt out to like defend guys like this. Do, 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 Pistol do, Pete Maravich. He was nice too. But there's again, that's He's you know, now we're yeah. I that's ten guys. LeBron? Yes. The, you know, who revolutionized the game. Jokic is there. And at twenty eight years old, I really hope we're halfway there. I hope do you know what I hope. Jokic's career right now was a birdie on nine. Let's go grab a hot dog and a couple brewskis on the turn. Right. I'll take, we've taken my horse. And do you know what? It was like par, bogey, par, birdie, birdie, eagle, beautiful par save, and then birdie to wrap up front nine. You're just like, this guy's rise. And now let's go play the best basketball or golf in this sense uh, on the back nine uh, uh, of our career here and do this again. This whole thing that Jokic has done already, let's go hit it again. That's what the ultimate would be. Instead of, the, oh, he's going to just like him two or three years to be done with him and do the horse thing. I mean, like, okay. I mean, like, he's, he's no fool. You don't get this good 
and have the basketball IQ that he does if you don't love the game. He's just not about, I got to act a certain way for my shoe deal. And, the you know, I, I believe Giannis got that big smile and it's kind of pure and genuine. But then I don't, too. You know what I mean? It's like Jokic is just so incredibly unique in that sense. He don't give a damn. He don't. He doesn't give a damn. And I love that about him. He's playing chess. He's playing water polo and other guys are trying to play basketball. Like he's, you know, he's like, I'm used to swimming in water. This is nice to just be out here uh, in the air, just gliding through. I mean, he can get whatever shot he wants. He can get whatever matchup he wants. He loves to share. <laughs> he's got a, he's got his double digits and rebounds by halftime. He just kind of gets that out of the way quick. You know, he's going to get his 10 points. Oh man. Let's go to break. Come back. Steve Simone, Comedy Works, uh, you know, this dude. We got a lot to talk about. We got some good stories. We'll, 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 he's going to call in here, Alex. He just asked for our number. Um, I told him our hotline is our text line. It's 303-831-1340. And he was like, oh, yeah. Hit it up. Yeah. Steve. Um, okay, let's go to break. What kind of music do you have for us, Alex? Yeah. I think there's no wrong time for the Foo Fighters. I would never be like, hey, man, let's put the Foo Fighters on. But now that they're on, I'm cool with it. I'll never be like, hey, go grab me that Foo Fighters. But now that we're here. Oh, yeah, they rock. I'm having a good time with it. Danny Williams, Jeff Gersh, Alex Becker, and Steve Simone on the other side. It's Miley Sports. Back in honky tonking. Is that Peyton Manning singing right there? His buddy, Luke Kenny Chesney. Oh. So he what? Last night Peyton hosted the Country Music Awards or co-hosted the CMA. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, I didn't see much of it. I saw just one little clip of him making like a joke about the Jets and Taylor Swift or something like that. I don't want to talk about the Jets. I want to kiss you. No, but. yeah, we watched a little bit of it at the uh, household. It turned out to be more of like a concert. You know, each each performer got to do one or two songs. Well, that's, that's what award shows usually are. Yeah, yeah, no, they, yeah, it was, it was a Have lot you seen of an music. Award show before? And not as much of the. It's usually like Miley shaking her butt, grinding up against Robin Thicke. Like Bob Cousy. <laughs> She's doing that Bob Cousy where she just backs she did have her butt out like that. Right. Hit that like Bob, Bob Cousy, Cousy for me real quick. Cousy's like I've been twerking since '48. <laughs> Hit that Bob Cousy. <laughs> Back it up, Bob. Man, got a rapper have to rhyme Cousy with. Boozy. Boob, boobies? Booby Koozie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Booby Bob Koozie. We're Koozie. hanging out. We're doing stuff. We're having fun. That Nuggets victory was a good one. It was sweet. Um, It was a fun watch. It also, was, the whole thing, you had to like, you couldn't, you couldn't just end it. You had to keep every possession mattered down the stretch there. Yeah. Lakers um got killed last night. Garbage. By the Rockets. Rockets. And, Let's go Dylan the villain. And, you know, he, he was talking all that stuff again. Yeah. 
And he went out there and they kind of delivered. The Rockets are an over 500 team, bunch of young little talent. I'm wondering if they got to come up like um, the Thunder in them. And Uncle Jeff. They got Uncle Jeff, too. Don't forget. Yeah, Jeff he was with the J. Last night. Yeah. yeah um, He's probably got the utmost confidence in his abilities. Freddie so Van that's kind of cool. You got to be as a gambler. You got to be very careful when you're thinking, you know, uh, Lakers going to go roll. Nah, not so fast. Not so fast, my friend, like Corso says. Um, hey, when you put a bunch of James Hardens together, it's hard for that to melt. But when you put a bunch of Freddie Van Vliet's together, you you can make a team happen in, in a couple good months. Listen, the Thunder are the team of the future. They are so good. Chet, they got Jalen Williams. They got um, Shea. That team is like, they got Dort. They are good, good, good. That is the I'm not team. a Dort. You're you know a Dort. what? That, that was the team that, that's going to be the team that Memphis could have been um, before John, his dad, and all that caused them to kind of blow that whole thing up. Alex, stop the show. Let's go out to the hotline. Get our guy. He's one of the best comedians around. We've had him on the show. A couple times over the years, we wanted him in studio, but he's too big now to come in studio with us. It's Steve Simone. Steve, how are you, buddy? What's up, dude? Life is good. Uh, you're you're on with uh, Danny and Jeff, but hey, Steve, how are you? What's up, man? Hey, ever since you've been hanging with Fluffy, now what? You're too big to come in studio with us? <laughs> no, not at all. I was like, I want to come by, and you guys were like, Yeah, let's do it over the phone. No, me? no. When you said, we're Yeah, messing, I don't know. Listen, so, um, how are you? Uh, you good? Me? Yeah, dude. I'm good. How's life treating you? Uh, I'm a little upset. Uh, I'm a big uh, Philadelphia Phillies fan. Okay. So it's like kind of like getting over uh, a heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. It really but is. There is was it, no stadium that was quick. rocking more than that place when they're going AOA okay and, and bombs were flying. If, if bro. That was, oh, a, dude, that was, was amazing so to fun. watch to see the city like brotherly bro down love like they did when when things were riding that wave yeah high but up. steve if you're a, a phillies fan and you're you know equating it to kind of love then it was like the most wild ride this chick was like doing crazy stuff anything you wanted and then you knew <laughs> hey you knew how it was gonna end you heard things yeah, you it were was like dating a stripper you're absolutely right you're like i know i shouldn't believe what she said uh, but i do i can change her <laughs> uh it'll be different with me uh no <laughs> exactly Hey, baby, I'm going to take you away from all this. Well, and then you go from an intense town like uh, Philadelphia um, or even the East Coast out here to chill Denver, Colorado. What is it about Denver you love when you make this Dude, stop? Well, in all honesty, when it comes to Denver sports, this is real. I'm putting this out there. I want Coach Mike Malone to try to come out to my shows this weekend. Let's go. When I was – and this is a little nerd confession, but when I was a freshman in college – Mike Malone was the senior point guard, and I was the nerd manager of the basketball. No team. way! Tell us no. more. Where was this? That was at Loyola, Maryland. Oh yeah. man, I love that connection. Mo was the man, and he was at like he knew I was a nerd. I didn't have any friends, and he was always cool to me. So to see him do what he's done is nothing but it brings me joy. You know, I'm like, way to go, Mo. Oh, you should have seen him on the parade, man. We were we were there. We had we brought our kids down. We had a front row seat, and uh, yeah, it was really cool. Man, he he was like Mark Madsen doing the dances. He was like <laughs> everything, man. He was wearing the chains. He was. It's cool to have a guy who could let. The, he was an animal. Coolest dude. He was the coolest dude. He was the point guard. So I remember his dad was an assistant with the Pistons at the time, and I remember we. In our our conference, we went Loyola played St. Petersburg, which was in Jersey City. So 
So I remember it was Bobby Hurley, I think, was mm, still yes. in high school at the time. But, like, his dad and Mo, like, Mo was respected Whoa. then as a player, as a kid, because of his basketball lineage. Mm-hmm. So to see him do this, it, it's just the coolest. So like real, it makes me feel cool. Real quick, and I got like another c- connection to a guy that you have that I want to talk about. But you're going to be at Comedy Works South, okay? Uh, South, yeah, the big club. Yep. Tonight, yep. tomorrow, and um, all through Saturday. two shows on Saturday, two shows Friday, yeah. two shows Saturday, one show coming up tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Steve. Um, we appreciate you, man, for coming on, jumping on with us. You know, it's kind of hard to do this stuff. It's like probably gets repetitive, but you're really cool about it. There's some guys like who we have on over, like everyone's cool. I mean, like the Sklar brother and Jay Moore, all, we love all those guys. But like yeah. Dean Delray will come on and be, he's like, I'm not going to be funny. You have to pay $40 and have a two drink minimum for me to tell you my jokes. And I no, just kind of. didn't say that. No, I, listen, he didn't say that, but I thought it. Don't tell. <laughs> don't, he said it with his eyes. Don't tell him I said that. But no, man, you're a sweet dude, and um, you have a, a connection to a guy who I love with all my heart and soul, Roddy Piper. Okay, oh, man. So tell I me, can't believe, this is how I know God's real. I have, the whole, I have Holy Spirit goosebumps up and down my arm. Ooh, tell I us more just, about that, brother. Well, my kids go to Catholic school, so it's the real. Listen, I, I, I believe in it. Let, I want oh, you, it's all real. I could tell you stories forever. I know it's real. Dude, just the fact that Roddy and I became friends is proof to me God's real. That's all I need. Because when I was <laughs> 11, 12 years old, I remember I had a, I used to rock a T-shirt that says, I hate Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the day I became a man was the day he cracked coconuts on Jimmy Superfly's <laughs> head. I remember I remember screaming at the TV like, where's the justice? Yeah. What's, what's up? And I remember calling my best friend at the time, Brian Moss. Yeah. And I'm like, are you watching this? He's like, I'm watching this. What is what has gotten into this Piper guy? And then 20 years later, the guy was my best friend and the first guy that brought me to Denver. The first time I was ever in Denver is um, Comedy Works I, downtown. You guys were on that tour, a hundred percent. And there are st- this is how cool wrestling fans are. There are still people that came to those shows in like 2009, 2010 that are my buddies now. They come out to all, whenever I'm in Denver, we, and it's not like they're fans and, oh, come see me. No, don't show. sell like, yourself short. No, they dude, are. it's like this. But no, what it is, is, dude, they'll bring, we'll go eat. We'll go hang out. Like, it's the coolest thing ever. And, um, man, Roddy was just such a, a special dude. Like, I could tell you Roddy's stories. All day oh yeah, he's long. he's an all time great. He's such a unique character. He's probably the greatest heel ever. Yeah, we, we talk all the greatest time. heel ever. We talk all the time yeah. about you know Ric Flair and you know Macho Man. Yeah, you ain't going to nowhere. All those guys. We love all, <laughs> we love those guys. Love we yeah. love Ray Ray, but yeah, we love the Ray Rays of the world. But um, I you know I'm an old man getting old here on the radio, getting all gray. Everyone knows Roddy Piper's my guy. He's been my guy forever, and um, he's like a man. He's the sweetest. In real life, like the most sweetest guy, or was the we, most sweetest family, guy ever. Family man, sweetest guy, and also honestly, what I didn't know, yeah, legit, legit badass. Like oh legit, like if dude, he, UFC he fought everybody. Started, dude, he has a everybody. black belt under Judo Jean LaBelle. 
And for people that don't Judo Gene, no, it just sounds like something you say, you know, I don't know. Dude, he was the first, he was the, they consider him the godfather of MMA. Oh, okay. He, he, um, he had such a unique story. Judo Gene's mom was like the wrestling promoter in Los Angeles. So when he was a little kid, the old school wrestlers, when wrestling was real, real, mm-hmm. teach him submission holds. And then he went on to study judo, every martial art. Um, he was the first American ever to go over to Japan and win the world judo championship. He, he trained Bruce Lee. Like this judo Gene's backstory was he became a stuntman, you know, to pick up extra money. And when they were filming the TV show, the green Hornet, Bruce Lee came over from Hong Kong. And the way it worked in Hong Kong was the fights were real. Everybody started off as a stuntman. And if you could beat up the star of the show, you became the star of the show. So Bruce Lee was whipping people's ass on the set of the green (laughs) Hornet and he wouldn't listen. So they're like, well, we'll get him to listen. We'll call in Gene. And he tried it with Judo Gene. He scooped him up, double-legged him, and picked him up off the ground and put him in a submission hold. And then from that day on, Judo Gene became Bruce Lee's grappling instructor. Years after that, Lottie's a 17-year-old kid getting beat up in the wrestling ring, and Judo Gene took him under his wing and showed him how to really fight. 20 years after that, it's my birthday. And my birthday gift from Lottie was to go to the dojo to meet the man that started mixed martial arts. He beat up a boxer. It was a real shoot match. It was judo versus boxing in the 50s, and judo Gene LaBelle won the match. He first UFC. Like, that's like that first crazy UFC where you got like the sumo guy yeah, versus the wrestler guy. 100% versus like, so. And they with the blood like sport guy. Point. Yeah, 100%, dude. Yeah. And judo Gene was the real deal. And uh, so it was like surreal meeting a legend, you know? And I remember being there, and, Rod- and Roddy would call Judo Gene Uncle Gene. And he's like, oh, you want to go see Uncle Gene? Dude, at the time, Judo Gene Bell was like 80 years old, okay? And, and you could just tell he was still a badass. That is and badass. He's just catching flies with chopsticks and stuff. <laughs> Bro, so we're in his office. They're catching up. I'm just a f- stick with the fly metaphor. I'm just a fly on the wall yeah. watching these guys catch up. And then the phone rings, and Judo Gene's like, Hold on, hot rod. I'm going to have to grab this. And he picks up the phone and was the most gangster thing I've ever seen. Judo Gene picks up the phone. I hear, yellow. You got him. Yep, that's me. Uh-huh. Uh, white crane kung fu, you say? All right, yeah, we'll give it a whirl. Uh-huh. A, a camera crew? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah. yeah all right. Uh, about 830. All right click and then he goes right back into his conversation with Lottie and then Lottie goes uh Uncle Gene what was that phone call about and he goes ah just some Yahoo dojo storming said his style of kung fu could beat could beat grappling and Lottie's like so what did he say he said he was going to come down here and kick my ass <laughs> and wanted to film it and I'm like what I'm like what's going on here so then Lottie goes well what are you going to do if he shows up? He goes, ah, if he has the balls to show up, we'll throw Rhonda at him. And if he can beat up a girl, then he's earned the right to fight a man. And Rhonda was uh, Rhonda Rousey before she no. entered the UFC. Yep. And that's why she, her logo was similar to the Hot Rod. Logo. No way. That never made sense yeah. to me until now. 
Yeah, because they had the same they had the same instructor, and so, he admired Roddy that much and called him. And, dude, so I would, if I'm putting these pieces together, Steve, you taught you taught Coach Malone how to coach by <laughs> by being a manager back in college, and you were the one who found <laughs> Ronda Rousey at the Cobra Kai at Cobra Kai, and after all these years. <laughs> You can really finally. <laughs> Thank you for spilling it on our show and saving it for this moment. Listen, these are magical stories, <laughs> Steve. Um, what we don't, you know, we gotta go, bro. I keep, you know, uh-huh. I, I hang out forever. But real quick, comedy works south tonight. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. You know, this is not like a sixty dollar ticket. These are twenty five dollar tickets. You can go have a great seat anywhere. There's not a bad spot in the house. This is like I'm telling you, there's nothing like a night out at Comedy Works. It forces you to like have a good time. That's like even see you and your wife. Hey, love on the rocks ain't no big surprise. Take her to Comedy Works. Really, love on the rocks. Yeah, absolutely. So go to come to Comedy Works. Go have a great time. Uh, all like the opening dudes, whether they're local or whether they come in with, you know, whoever, they're, they're always great. Totally funny. Always fun. Steve, you're a great dude. Steve Simone came here to do two things. Chew bubblegum bubble and tell and jokes. <laughs> and he's all out of bubblegum. <laughs> so, Steve, man, I'll holler at you if we come out to the show, if that's cool. Dude, please bring whoever you want. I'd love to put you guys on my guest list. And let's just have some laughs well, and celebrate life, dude. You said you hang out with kind of fans and stuff like that. So I might take you out for a drink. But remember, it puts the lotion on thy skin. Come back to my place. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, Steve Simone, you're great, buddy. We appreciate you, okay? All right. God bless you guys. Take Thanks, care, buddy. Dude. Bye. What a legend. I know. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Let's go to jo- to break. Um, great joke teller, great storyteller. This guy's sweet, man. Oh, high energy, too. He's really good. Yeah. You should see him in person. Should it's- we all go? Take your wife and Alex. You take Cousin Vin and we go? Huh? I'll go by myself. Okay. I'll I mean, go. like, you never know who will be there, right? You never know. Oh, well, I bet there'll be a bachelorette party or three there. <laughs> Should we go? Would Amy want to go with Rochelle and us and Alex? Friday, Saturday. Saturday is two. We got four, got five shows to choose from. The question is not if we should go; is how many times well, should we go? Hold on, I'm seeing Thursday. Your wife's got volleyball tonight. Uh, what about Saturday, the Friday? Oh no, she's got uh, uh, double got a, yoga. Julia's got. A she's big got that now. steam yoga. Uh, let's see. What about the Saturday? Uh, no, she's got. Um, yeah, right. Girls' night. I guess it's just me and Alex going together. We're just two dudes going to a Steve Simone show. What's so weird about that? <laughs> We're that's fine. My, that's my Cameron Wolf Guys being joke. dudes. That's my Cameron. That's my Super Bowl 50 Cameron Wolf joke. We're just two dudes in San Francisco hanging out at Fisherman's Wharf together. What's so weird about that? He got married after them. Simone's a legend. Oh, man. He was good, right? Could Great we, Danny and Jeff and Alex produced it, go on tour with him? Open for him and be super funny and make lots of money doing. That. On three, <laughs> you two. One, two, three. Yes. yes. Done. I'll ask him. I'm buying a bus. It's Mali Sports. Everything is that they respect 
my own comedic abilities. <laughs> and most of the time, once they leave an interview, they're like, this guy should probably go on the road with us. This is comedy. This is what I think is funny. It's a professional comedian. These guys, I think these guys are funny. So, um, clear my schedule for next week, dear. Thanks. Because here's what I'm telling Jeff on the break. This is one of those moments, Alex, where we need to consider leaving our families, going on the road, and committing to our craft, which is making people happy, entertainment, infotainment. And just giving the people what they want. Uh, I I would I gotta check my schedule. Should we first. ask our wives? Uh, How about this? I'll text your wife and you text my <laughs> wife. Hey, can you uh, think Jeff Danny- wants to leave you guys because we're gonna go to California? It's not about how many kids you have. <laughs> it's about how many jokes he has. <laughs> That's the funny. Thing. How are we ever really gonna know if we could have made it? Now we have to go and see. Hey, Schmoopy. Uh, if we have what it takes. I've the- got a funny question for you. <laughs> Emoji, face, laugh, uh, tear. Can Danny and I buy an RV? Man, I got, I got Steve just telling me, let's hang out. Thank you for everything. Dude, you're the best. I said, no, no, no. You're the best. Of course, bro. How can I be the best? How can, you know, I said, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to make it out. He said, awesome. I'd really love to hang and talk Roddy. I'd love to hang and talk about You know what I didn't even mention Dude, is that I, I was raised it. I was raised by a Ganya. I'm sorry, what? My my one of my many fathers growing up. I have one dad, but one of my many you said fathers. By Greg Gagne? Yeah. Was the legendary wrestler Vern's son Greg Gagne. Okay. Oh yeah. It's like my that's like my second ah. or third dad. But that the wrestlers, just like the comedians, you know what's interesting? Wrestlers loved coming to Denver. They would go to McNichols. They go to Coliseum first. Coliseum. They'd go for four. Gregor said they would be going 45 minutes in these matches. They'd be just running back and forth. And they loved getting their second wind. It was like a thing they knew was going to happen. Oh, yeah, brother. They were like, the first 10 minutes was crazy. But then, you know, you'd kind of do a couple chokes. You'd throw guys out so they could get their second wind. And then we could run for another 30. They'd be having 40-minute matches, and the crowds would go nuts. Denver has been a wrestling town for quite some time. Brother, let's go out to the hotline. Get our guy an absolute mayhem icon. It's Ray Ray. Hey, Ray Ray. What's up, Danny and Jeff and Alex? Beyond the glass, shout out to my high sports and all the cars that make the show and the beautiful elite women. Make sure you go get your Starbucks whipped cream and share it with everyone, especially with those ladies. And hey, let's go on a positive note. You guys, let's go half and half. Do your comedy thing, take your wives, and then your wives go do hot yoga or our workouts with them, our volleyball, whatever you guys are talking about. Uh, they're your women and our blessing, bud. That's what I preach on. Hold on to your women. There's guys out there I know will take your ladies, and they don't care how bad they do it. But that's not the right way to be. But you know, appreciate what you have and you know and stuff. And hey, I picked the Nuggets. They're gonna win the championship because they're focused. They're not bragging right team. They stay positive. The Lakers. That's why they're having their problems. And other teams, they may have problems. Because they're bragging rights, and that's not the way to play ball. Djokovic and the team all play together and regroup together and put their heads together. That's why they're going to win another championship. And I picked Baltimore, my Tucky Fry, Lamar Jackson, and Philly to be in the Super Bowl. Those are the two teams I picked. What do you guys got to say? Jeff. Yeah, we didn't even ask Steve Simone, Philadelphia Phillies fan, what his thoughts are on Jalen Hurts and the brotherly 
you know, push and uh, and uh, Sirianni's chance to cry some more tears of Super Bowl joy this time. Um, Eagles is a good pick, although they've kind of been exposed. The other, the only thing they really have is they do that that brotherly love push thing to get them first downs. But you know, if they were winning by so much, they wouldn't have to do that. Oh yeah, true. It's just like us wrestlers. Forty-five minutes run back and forth, take you in and out, bust your heads open, change brass knuckles. That's how Macho Man and Hogan. Rick Flair always did that, and we love to do that. That's what we want to bring back, but it has to do with the company and what they want. And, Damn, and you know, and it's all more about just making the money, and I'm not of that. I'm, I'm on WCW style and going at it and sweating like crazy and just uh, be bleeding all everywhere. That's what the sport should be about. Like at the Coliseums and then in Hollywood Coliseums. Like Vern Gagne running that AWA style. Well, yeah, that's how it was. It was a blessing for all you guys. But hey, hold on to your beautiful wife, and God bless you all. Maybe you mic him out. Woo! That was one legendary call. Well, th- what's crazy is that... That was one of those calls that, you know, if Ray Ray was to ever go down and the apple cider vinegar went to turn on him... Right, if he expired. I want to remember that one. That expired. Was, yeah. Expired. Okay. Expired. <laughs> um, so, 303-831-1340 hotline as well as the text line. Uh, What else, Alex? Go to break? Come back and... Do stuff. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Get a get, get a great final segment. Let's finish strong. Because are you strong? Well, I'm strong. Are you strong? I'm strong if you're strong, Alex. So are you strong? They said I'm strong if you strong. I said we strong then. I want to thank Steve Simone for making me believe in my own comedy again. Yeah. Good for you, bud. <laughs> nah, he's funny. He's good. I love those kind of stories. He was on tour with Roddy. He didn't even really, you know, he talked about Roddy, but like, you know, that that was like, tell some jokes, tell some stories. It was cool. Dude, he knows Michael Malone before Michael Malone. He knows Ronda Rousey before Ronda Rousey. I bet he's got probably Mo. 15. Not 15 Michael or, Malone, yeah. just Mo. Mo. Love yeah. that. And Mo was the point guard when he was the ball boy. I mean, this is. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Danny Williams, Jeff Gersh, and Alex Becker back on the other side of Smiley Sport. Take that for Dabba. This is for all you sucks, the strong. Day in, day out, the wolf pack for life. Tell me who has the guts to come in the rain tonight. Don't care about the replicas, we make our own boots. You're doing that word, it takes the field day shoes. See, it's just a. Turn it up a little bit. Who are you going to be? Are you going to be Paul Rudd or yeah, yeah. Jimmy? <laughs> I don't need to fall at your feet Just cause you got me to the bone I don't miss the way that you kiss me We were never caught in stone Get ready, Shaggy. Oh, yeah. If I don't listen to the talk of the town Then maybe I can From what soundtrack, Jeff? Uh, it's not um, Mr. Boombastic. It's not Mr. Lava Lava. It's from Pretty Woman. Hit it again. Nice work. I gotta rewatch that one again. I gotta rewatch that one again. I think Pretty Woman is in one of my top 20, 50 films of all time. What happened there? You said 20 and then you said 50. I had to th- think about it a little bit. That was a curveball. Because, like, you know. You want me to talk no, 20 or 50? 50. Okay. It's in, yeah, like, yeah. The top 50. It's not top 20. 
It's a great film. <laughs> Soundtrack, great. Richard Gere in his prime. Julia Roberts in her absolute prime. It's a great love story. Isn't she like a hooker or something? No. <laughs> what do you mean love story? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't quite seen the whole thing maybe as recently as I'd like. Yeah. Or maybe my parents didn't let me George watch. George Costanza's in it? He's a bad guy in it. Didn't there? let me watch Women of the Night movies, you know, when I was growing up. Oh. Well, I was watching USA Up all night. Well, silk stockings. Uh, let's, That's where the last time I saw Roddy Piper. Let's go out to the hotline, get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. It's Juan. Hey, Juan. What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up, buddy? I just called to talk a little bit, see, if, see what you think about that nugget. That everybody, it's just crazy how they just don't, they they just, on Sports Center today, they had a, what's that, he's from 76 or they're saying, oh, he's so good. They're comparing him to Will Chamberlain now since they already compared Jokic to him. You know what I mean? It's just it's so hysterically funny that. It, you know, there's when you win back-to-back championships, it changes everything. It's like, okay. uh, take your take it back to, like, the beginning, okay. the first Tom Brady New England championship. You're like, it was kind of fluky oh. a little bit. Then you start winning more championships. Then you're like, I cannot deny this. You know, I cannot do this anymore. You gotta, you gotta see to believe it, and no one's seeing it out of Denver, Colorado, because the not even Denver, Colorado, right? Because the Cronkies are letting no one watch their shows if you don't got pay for their their special altitude. But it's just hilarious. The ESPN should know that that guy is not as good as close to Joker, and we are so lucky. It's like John Alway all over again for us, right? We finally got something good for us, and John Alway was just playing football out there like how we used to. Nowadays, it's just football programmed and everything. But uh, Joker, You know what? Just... That's too bad. <laughs> Kendrick but, Perkins is back on his on his BS. Well, I mean, they gotta, say? they're trying to make as many markets as happy as possible. He's kind of an a-hole, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, so I like Kendrick Perkins, like, what, are you, what are you good for? We're the 20th market they're trying to make happy. Yeah, just like you guys keep, you guys keep a whole genre of people happy with your sarcastic comments up to date news and your sports, what I mean, and you do it with with truth and you do it with reality. But sometimes it gets boring saying the same stuff. So you guys do it with comedic. Well, Juan, right? actually, what we would say technically, what we do here is slow it down <laughs> and smooth it out. Keep it what fresh, fresh and sexy, sexy for the ladies. And by the ladies, we mean our wives. Love you, babe. <laughs> Love you, Juan. You guys are doing good. We, we got to go, but that's good stuff. We appreciate you. I, yeah, you Broncos are everyone else sucks. Later. How come he has never changed that to Nuggets rule? Everyone else sucks. Yeah. What do you think about that? Avalanche rules. Everyone else sucks. Like that? Rapids rules. Everyone else <laughs> sucks. Nice. Buffalo's rules. <laughs> hey, uh, I got it's something you fun. might like here. Rams rules. No, Rams rules. <laughs> What's oh, so funny with it? Uh, so, uh, Clay Thompson was asked yesterday before the game if he sees any parallels between this Nuggets squad and the burgeoning Warriors dynasty. And? And I uh, didn't like the question. Really? Yeah. Next question. Hear it? Clown, yeah. clown question, bud. You see anything in this Nuggets team that reminds you of yourself? Oh, my definitely. God. I hate that question. Come on. Oh. But after your first championship, um, who was asking there it? Any similarities or 
are they very different than how I, it's she's out of the camera it's like eight years ago nine years ago i mean you know sure they have a, a multiple mvp and yeah the similarities are actually i don't see very many i mean their best player is a big man ours is a point guard spread the floor maybe the same as we do with all the shooting they have he gave me a lot of yas by trying to say no. Because he knows uh there's new, a lot there's of yas in there. There's a He's new saying dynasty. no, but I heard yes. No, I mean there's a way to spray perfume on people and they're like Bill Belichick does, and then there's a way to do it like Clay just did. Clay's was like uncomfortable. He didn't want to give any credit to the other guys. What you're supposed to do is overly credit them. Like, oh man, the way these guys play, it's just second to none. I've never seen anything no, quite like it. Blah, when blah, you're blah. at the end and then laugh and wink at the end. For the very first time, he's feeling not the same player. He knows he's not the same player he used to be. Oh, the very first time. Ooh, when I do, saw this do, Thompson, do. and Clay was up and and Thompson. He knows, he knows the truth about how good the Nuggets are, and he knows that he sees the Warriors kind of starting to fade a little bit. As a competitor, that's the literally the most hardest thing at that level, I would say, to accept. And he wants to believe his mindset. The, he's got professional guys to get, you know, get his head to be able to think, I can still win. I can still win a championship. I can still be that old player. But he can't anymore. They can't. Steph wasn't the same guy last night. Clay is a shell. And Draymond didn't even play in that game. So, you know, it, Wiggins is on the back nine, too. It's like they're, it, to be honest, give them a lot of freaking credit. I mean, for real, for, for winning the championship they did two yeah. years ago. That was special. And that was a real solidifier of an incredible dynasty. But Clay, don't play. He knows what's up. Now, hey, his mama going to call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. For Jeff Gersh, well, Alex Becker, he runs the show, produces the product, does everything. Run the show. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Night. I'll never forget today. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Swagger back. Truth. New watch alert. New blows. Or the big face rolly, I got two of 